Hey there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Local Influencers Podcast. I'm your host, Abel, and today I am joined by Laura of Laura's Cupcakery. Laura, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so Laura and I have um, had to reschedule a couple of times because of life, but we are finally here and it feels so good on this Sunday afternoon, uh, as we're recording at least. Um, Laura, I just would like to kind of get that, like jump right in if you don't mind and ask how long have you been interested or in this, uh, like I would say, baked goods business? So I started baking and kind of messing around with baked goods, probably around the time I was 15, 16. Um, and then from there, it just kind of grew into a passion. I, to be honest, initially, I could not bake a cake to save my life. <laughs> when I got started, uh, my grandma did all of the baking for me. If I wanted to decorate a cake, I would call her up and say, can you Take this, this, and this, and I'll come by and pick it up. <laughs> um, eventually, I learned. <laughs> she kind of said, you know, okay, enough's enough. But um, <laughs> so now I do. I bake and I decorate. But um, my real passion is for the decorating. I really, that's the part that I enjoy. Yeah, you know, I've, I have talked to a lot of people. I believe I've talked to someone who does similar baked goods as well but everyone has their own take on it. And I always find it, it's always weird because in a lot of these podcasts that I've done in some way or another, it's a, a form of art, whether mm -hmm. it's designing cakes or baked goods and writing or public speaking, or I've even spoke to a couple of music, musicians, drag artists. And so it always amazes me that there's so many, um, I like to say creators in the, in the coastal band that people don't even realize, right? We all know, like, if you want a cake back in the day, or at least even some people don't know, some of our listeners might know that there are people like you, small businesses um, that do this. Um, everyone's like, oh, just go to HB or Walmart and get a cake, okay. box cake, right? And although those are good for like quick, I need a quick, you know, whatever. Um, I think that I looking at your page, you don't get that customization, that attention to detail. And, uh, and looking at your Instagram specifically, I can tell that you do put a lot of like love and effort into your work. So with that being said, what made you, I mean, obviously your name's Laura. And how did, were you just like, you know what, Laura's Cupcaker, like that's it. Or did you play around with a few names? We did. Um, I think that we played a around with a lot of things. Um, initially, when we when I first first started to think of it, I was kind of set on doing Laura's cupcakes and more because I worry with the cupcakery, we don't only do cupcakes. So I kind of wanted something to encompass everything. Um, but then realistically, that was just kind of long. So we shortened it up and did the cupcakery. Um, and it just kind of stuck. Yeah, and um, I think that's something that I have noticed, like, uh, right away when I saw your the name, right, for your Instagram, I'm like, oh, okay, cupcakes, but then the cupcakery part gets me, so I'm like, well, they, uh, that kind of speaks to itself, that it's a little bit more, 
I see you do like cake pops and obviously cakes and stuff. Out of all the things that you do, what is one of your favorite? I know you said designing and like the kind of creating it is like art decorating is your favorite, but out of all the, you know, cakes, cake pops, cupcakes, what is your favorite to do? I would say wedding cakes. I really like the simplicity of them, but that I get to add a little flair to each one. Um, and I like it even more when my clients give me creative freedom. I think that that's, that kind of lets me do my own thing. And I feel like my work is a lot better when I have that freedom. Cool. And what would you say is your least favorite thing to do? Cookies. (laughs) Everyone I, you know, a lot of people I know, like, I know people that I haven't interviewed, just I have friends that actually do baking and they tell me the same thing. I, and in fact, until maybe six months ago, I did not offer cookies. Um, Friends and family always told me, why don't you do cookies? You do, you know, really great work on cakes. And I, again, like I started off with the cakes. I could not bake a cookie to save my life. Um, And I've, I finally learned. And I even tell my sister and my husband all the time, I don't like doing cookies. They're like, but they're so pretty and they taste so good. So I, I do it. (laughs) It's definitely not my favorite. Yeah. A lot of people, like I said, have said that, that I know. And it's funny because I kind of knew like going into asking that question, I was like, I bet she's going to say cookies because everyone's (laughs) like, I hate cookies. Um, And so when someone orders, like you said, like creative freedom, right. That you like when someone gives you creative freedom, when someone places an order with you for whether it's like a birthday cake a uh, you know just like hey this is kind of the ideas or color scheme that I want go ahead and do it what um like let's say if I told you that like let's say like hey I kind of you know like my backdrop I kind of want this kind of color scheme how do you pull inspiration do you have like a form that someone has to fill out to kind of give you more of ideas what does the process of that look like like submitting an order with you So I, I'm big on making all of my orders like verbal. Um, and then I'll usually send a follow-up email or text or something just so I kind of make sure that all the details are correct. Um, but I really like to talk to my customers just because I feel like so much can get lost in translation over email or text. Um, so I really want to hear from them what they're going for. And, um, usually I'll tell them, you know, tell me everything you want, you know, tell me what your ideas are and give me some time, give me some time to think about a design, um, think about the different options, the different sizes of cakes. And, you know, I'll get their information, like how many servings they need, that sort of thing. But then I kind of like to take my time and get back with them on a design um, so that I'm not rushed and really throwing it together. I have that time to figure out what's going to look best. So if one of our listeners was going to order, you know, let's say a wedding cake from you, how far in advance would you like that order to be placed? Um, Just because like you said, you would like to have time to kind of come up with an idea and concept and all of that. Right. So typically um, at least two or three months for a wedding cake. If, if not longer, I have a lot of weekends that book up really quickly. Um, especially now with 
a lot of our 2020 weddings that got canceled and are rescheduled. I think this year I've made more wedding cakes than I've ever made. (laughs) So, which is a true blessing. It is, I mean, a blessing that these people are getting their opportunity to reschedule and celebrate. Um, But definitely if you're set on ordering something from me, get with me as soon as you know. Um, that way I can make sure I have room in the schedule. Sometimes I do, sometimes I can take, um, orders, you know, a week or two ahead of time, but it really depends on what I've got booked already. Cool. And so when, is it just you doing this alone or do you have help? Is there someone helping you? Do you have a staff, a team of any kind, or is it just strictly you doing all of these things? Um, it's mainly me. And I have my husband who is a godsend. He, anything I ask, he will do. Um, And he's slowly getting more into the more detailed things. Um, We recently started doing markets. So that was kind of crazy initially because I had a full schedule of cakes and orders. And then I decided, let's get out there in the community and do more, you know, more face-to-face stuff. So I was like, okay, you're going to, you're going to have to do these. I need these little mini mouse molded pieces. So just put the stuff in the mold. And and he's like, what? No, but (laughs) I mean, he is, he is my number one supporter and always like down to do whatever I ask. So he's a huge help. I love that. And I know that you said that your least favorite thing to do is cookies. Um, what was one of the hardest things for you to kind of grab to perfect? Like you were like, oh, like you scrapped, you know, 10, 12 cakes or cupcakes, whatever it is. What was the hardest thing for you to kind of get the hang of? I would say the cookies. Um, mm. Traditionally, a lot of bakers offer royal iced cookies. Um, and I've tried for years to do that. And it just... It is not my forte. I cannot, you know, I can pipe things on cakes and they will come out great. I don't know what it is about cookies. Um, (laughs) So when I started doing cookies, I started doing fondant cookies um, because that's something I was more comfortable with. I do it on cakes all the time. You know, I use different cutters and things like that. Um, So they're not traditional. I kind of had to switch that up. but I would say that that was the most difficult to kind of figure that out because a lot of people, there's not a lot of information out there on the fondant topped cookies. Um, it's not something you see here in America. A lot of um, artists overseas, like in Europe, do a lot of the fondant cookies, um, but not here. So like finding cutters and things like that is hard. Um, I kind of have to make them on my own. But I think that now that I've got the hang of it, there's a lot of room to expand in that. Cool. And okay, so this is probably a little bit of controvert, like controversial question. However, I do like to ask because I, besides podcasting, I do write books, right? I am an author. And the price of my books is always a problem. People are always like, 
your friends and family want that friends and family discount, right? But my friends and family didn't give me that friends and family input into my work. <laughs> right. So what do you, what is your personal take on, I always see it like on um, Etsy shops and things where people are like, oh my God, you're charging this amount for a dozen of this or X, Y, and Z. Do you have an opinion? Can you explain to the listeners why custom items, custom pieces of work may cost more than getting a pack of Oreo cookies, you know? (laughs) Right. So it is, it's the time involved. Um, I mean, I can sit down to make 12 cookies and it's going to take me at least two or three hours. And that's after I've spent the time baking, cooling. Um, It really is about the time you're like, when you go to a grocery store and buy a cake. Um, yes, they take the time to ice it and all of that, but it's most of it's pre-made, like they pre have pre-made icing. Everything that I do is from scratch. I don't use box mixes, I don't use pre-made icings. Um, it's all, you know, it's all made here. So it's a long process. Um, like for a wedding cake, it takes me two, three days to even get to the point where I'm going to start decorating the cake. I'm going to bake it. I'm going to cool it. It's most of my cakes cool overnight um, so that they're firm and I can stack them, ice them. They go in the fridge. I pull them out. I put a second layer of icing on them and then I get to start to decorate them. So it's, it's the time that is involved. It's very time consuming. Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't get that because you mentioned all of that, but people also don't mention the consultation time, right? right. That's that's a part of your day. You know, the planning piece, like after your consultation, it's like, okay, they told me they want this. How am I going to do this? And what do I need to get this done? And then also right. in that is like the business aspect of it. Like you said before, it's just me. So I'm the one doing invoicing. I'm doing, you know, ordering supplies, um, for like the whole business concept is extremely time consuming. Um, and then just making sure that we have everything that we need. My husband is constantly running out to HEB or Walmart at 10 o'clock at night, you know, oh my gosh, I forgot a cake board, um, that sort of thing. So it's, it's a, it's a big process. For sure. And then, like you said, adding on to that business piece, right marketing yourself marketing your your what i i hate when people say my brand but everyone whether you have a small business or you're a content creator you are a walking brand of your you know and so you have to market yourself you market your brand right that takes a lot like i have a podcast right a network with i think going on eight or nine podcasts there and then I write and I have a full, that's not even, this is not my full-time job. I wish it was, but it's not. And I have a full-time job and I do all of this. Like I was off this last three days and I've been up from, I think like 9 a.m. till 3 a.m. the past three days getting things done. So people don't see you behind the scenes. And I'm sure you've had days like that as well, you know, where like you love what you're doing. So in the moment you don't feel exhausted or tired but afterwards, you're like, did I really just spend X amount of time on that? <laughs> Sometimes I look at the clock and I'm like, how is it 3 a.m.? Oh my gosh. 
it's I know. And, uh, and it goes by so fast for me because I'll have random like YouTube videos playing or like podcasts playing while I'm doing my work. A lot of my work right now is like either recording, writing or scheduling Instagram posts. People don't realize, like, like I said, marketing yourself. It'd be great if you could just sell your cakes and your, right. your, all right. your products, your baked goods, but you have to promote them because if not, word of mouth would only get you so far. Exactly. And so people don't see that. And so for our listeners that have ever left a comment on anyone's page saying, oh, my God, that's overpriced. Like, oh, my God, help us then. <laughs> like, Come and help yes. us and you'll see. <laughs> so right now, are you currently um, doing this like out of a home, out of a shared space? And um, if you are, do you have plans to maybe in the future hope to do a brick and mortar what are your what are your future plans for laura's cook laura's cupcakery so right now we are um home-based and we've been home-based since 2013 um to kind of give a little bit of a backstory before that time it was not legal to sell cakes out of your home um lots of people did it anyway because um, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people didn't know. Like there wasn't a law saying you can do this. Um, so at that time we worked with several people online that we met through like cake pages and things like that. And um, they wrote legislation and we lobbied for it to be passed. Um, and as soon as it was passed, like we were able to establish the DBA and that sort of thing. Um, so we've been home-based since that point. I get asked a lot, do you, is there a brick and mortar place in, in the future? And I don't know really because I enjoy being at home. Like I said, the cakes are such a process. Like I, I'm able to bake them and put them in the fridge and then get my daughter up from nap or wash the dishes, that sort of thing. And at this point in my life, I can't imagine being away from the home for that point, like for that long of a time. So it's really, I think right now, most convenient for me to be here. Um, sometimes I look around and I'm like, this, the bakery is taking over. <laughs> we don't have a house, but um, I like the convenience of, like I said, I can work until three in the morning, you know, put the kids to bed, um, work, 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 and then you know, just go to bed as soon as I can. So right now I think home is where we need to be, but definitely, you know, if the, if it works out in the future, I could see us having, you know, a brick and mortar place. Yeah. And I might, I imagine that'd be, I imagine it's hard for any business. Cause I guess once you get a brick and mortar, they also probably get staff eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, if it's just you and your husband, I can't imagine you both being at the business till like we said, late 3 a.m., right? And um, that, that takes a lot. And so I know earlier you mentioned um, how last year a lot of weddings were canceled, you know, COVID um, came with like a vengeance and like just shook all of us, right? Like the way we live, the, th- the way we do things. Um how did that affect your business and did it or did it even affect your business? And I know now you're starting to, you know, kind of see uh, an increase in orders, an increase of business because a lot of it was pushed to this year. Um, mm-hmm. But how did that affect you? And were you 
were you kind of like freaking out? Because I've talked to a lot of small business owners and they had to kind of come up with other creative ideas to keep their businesses afloat. So how did that affect you? So I was very lucky at the time when COVID was at its worst, I was working full time. Um, So the cupcakery wasn't our main source of income, um, but we did have a lot of weddings cancel. Um, And with those, um, I contract with wedding planners. So the contracts with those cakes were a little different. So they were just cancellations, like not, you know, we keep the deposit. It was just probably for about four or five months, there was nothing. There were no cakes to be made. Um, But I will say probably, you know, five months in, I started getting more calls. I think a lot of the local bakeries weren't taking short um, notice orders. So I was getting a lot more calls then, but I did have to tweak the fact that most of the time I wouldn't offer small cakes. Um, it's really hard for me to get in the kitchen and make a cake to feed 10 people because I'm used to making, you know, wedding cakes that feed a hundred to 200 people. So I really, I had to start offering smaller sizes, um, tweaking my pricing because it's just not something that I was used to, but people weren't able to have events for a hundred people. You know, they needed these small birthday cakes. Um, so that was different. That was really different for me. Um, offering, you know, the smaller I've done this past year. I don't know. I've done just like tiny cakes and I never thought I would do it, but it's been fun. It's been challenging, but fun. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that you were able, like it didn't, like you had that full-time job. Because, right. Yeah, you know, that was, that was a truly kind of a good bad. thing. I know a lot of our small businesses locally really did struggle. I couldn't imagine being in that situation where, you know, this was our main source of income. It would have been, it would have been really tough. Yeah, uh, for sure. So with all of that being said, now is the time for you to kind of plug your social media networks, um, profiles, anywhere people can find you. And if they would like to maybe uh, book a cake with you or some kind of baked goods, uh, maybe give a phone number if you have a business phone or anything, email. Um, Now's the time to do that. Sure. So we are on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can message us on either. We um, under Laura's Cupcakery. And then for the email, it is cupcakes2214 at Gmail. Um, and then our phone number is 361-246-9802. And we can be reached at any of those. Um, if you're interested in placing an order, Um, it is important to send like the number of servings you're wanting the date so that, you know, initially we can check to see if that's available and then kind of go from there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Laura. I will have all of that information in the show notes. So all you'll have to do is click on the links and that will take you directly to Laura's Cupcakery Facebook and Instagram pages and you'll be able to uh, contact contact Laura uh, via those options as well just very easy for you all um, thank you so much again Laura for being here I really appreciate your time and it was nice chatting with you thank you so much for having me this was for, fun. 
Good. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. And for everyone listening, wherever you are listening, please head out into your community and do something good, make a positive change and just be a great person. Have a great day. Bye.